Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, welcome back to our discussion on on crime, punishment, or lack of punishment, and so many other things. I invite everyone to listen to our Wednesday LISC series, but we're also added a day. I think we're getting so much response on, on true crime things and, and issues. And we've been talking a lot about this DA's race that's coming up in November. And uh, we have a disastrous DA, and I, I'll be the first to admit we endorsed him four years ago, and he's been an absolute disaster. Recently, he did a, a press conference that was basically, it sounded like he congratulated himself for doing it, and he indicted uh, two drug dealers who were responsible for five, uh, I'm sorry, six fatal overdoses that occurred from drugs they got from these guys. The only problem is that he had both of these guys before. We can't bring back the six people who died of overdoses. But, I, I, I mean, what is Tim Sinney doing? I'm going to read something here. And uh, Tim Sinney held a press conference uh, to announce another indictment against Justin K. Smith and LeVon Creighton in the case of six fatal overdoses and overdose deaths that occurred on Long Island's East End. And, and, and the fact they point out is despite both defendants having substantial drug-related criminal records, Tim Sinney previously failed to indict them after other recent arrests on drug sales and possession. In October, as early as last October, Smith was released without bail provisions. This is Tim Sinney and his bail reform-loving uh, policies, but Smith was released without bail provisions. I'm reading that correctly. In October of 2020, and another arrest in February, he was freed on a you know, relatively small bond after he was arraigned on drug charges, but not indicted. So he's indicting them now, now that six people are dead? What an absolute failure this is. I mean, an absolute disaster Tim Sinney is. It's just every single week we have something. Right? We talked about the Thomas Valva letter where the eight-year-old who died of hypothermia and Tim Sinney used that fact to try to raise funds I am just, just shamelessly sent out asking for fundraising. And every week he does something just absolutely insane. And again, here it is again. He holds a press conference congratulating himself. Congratulating himself on indicting Justin K. Smith and LeVon Creighton in the case of six fatal overdose deaths. And he's standing there as if it's some great accomplishment. He let these guys go. He's responsible. 
for these guys being on the street in the first place. Tim Sinney, the DA, what's he doing? And Smith was released without bail. Without bail. Anyone that thinks bail reform is a good idea is I, I don't know what they, I, I don't know what Tim Sinney is thinking when he's supportive of bail reform. He might, you know, of course start talking out of the other side of his mouth. But I think what he was saying, what I've heard him say, is that it was greatly improved that bail reform, the laws of bail reform, were greatly improved in April of 2020. Improved from what? Bail reform. This this guy, Justin K. Smith, had countless, countless arrests on drug-related criminal activity. Tim Sinney had this guy, and he had the other guy. If he would have indicted them, like a real day DA should have or would have, these six people would still be alive. What a disgrace. A bail reform. You know, we've spoken about Lisk and we've spoken recently about MS-13. And last week, we started talking about the, the letters and the, and the, the websites that said Tim Sinney, the man who took down M- MS-13. You know, it was some nickname that he had. He had his arms folded and it looked ridiculous. And two weeks after he sent a mailing out with that, four kids in Central Islip got slaughtered by MS-13. They took credit. They took bowels for it. The man who took down MS-13. I don't think you got them all, Tim. I don't think you got them all. He also took credit for a shooting not too long after that. And again, when you look closer at Tim Sinney's record, He didn't get them on any murder charges. Nothing, right? No murder charges, no manslaughter charges for MS-13. It was very easy on MS-13. I don't know anything about MS-13. I really don't. Very little. I mean, what I guess the average person knows. But according to Tim Sinney, and I said this last week, Tim Sinney claimed that MS-13 in order to get into the gang. The trainees or the recruits have to kill at least two people. Tim Sinney said that. So where does he have any murder charges pending on MS-13? He doesn't. No murder, no manslaughter. But again... He bragged that Tim Sinney, the man who took down MS-13, maybe we missed it. Maybe there was a, a cutoff there. Maybe we didn't get all of it. Maybe, maybe it actually said Tim Sinney, the man who took down MS-13's drink orders or food orders. He couldn't have meant that he took them down like he got rid of MS-13, right? 
That would be an absolute joke for him to say that. Not even close. Let me cut it off on purpose. Tim Sinney, the man who took down MS-13 food order, then he ran over to the deli for them. Because he's got them on nothing tough. It was just a big press ruse. A press play by him and his guys. And, and it worked. He got, he got press. He took bows as the man who took down MS-13. Nothing. I mean, he's got nothing on them. No major felonies. I was saying, you know, Tim Sinney, the man who slightly inconvenienced MS-13. Tim Sinney, the man who gave his lunch money to MS-13. Tim Sinney, the man who got wedgied from MS-13. How is he the man who took down MS-13? No murder, no manslaughter, no major felonies against them. It's a joke. He's a joke. What is he talking about? You know what he does? He goes after political enemies. Wait till he gets his hands on me. Right? That's what he does. That's what he knows how to do. He just goes after political enemies. He's not going after Lisk. Not going after the Long Island serial killers. Not one, but killers. You know what I, I know for a fact? I truly believe that MS-13 is going to vote for Tim Sinney. How can they not? How could they not vote for Tim Sinney? He's not doing anything to them. You know who's going to vote for Tim Sinney? Lisk. The Long Island serial killers are going to vote for Tim Sinney because he's a joke. He's an absolute joke. He's not going after them. He's going to go after somebody. He's going to get a Lisk. It's not going to be a real Lisk. It's going to be some joke. He's looking desperately for them now, and I predict he'll come up with somebody. It'll fall apart after the election, but he'll do it to hopefully get reelected. He's running in a very tough year, and he's got no accomplishments. I mean, he gets Newsday constantly patting him on the back. They don't call him out on anything. They don't. We're the only ones. This station, this radio station, is the only one who call out Tim Sini on his failures. I, I just mentioned three right there. Valva, Thomas Valva, that poor kid, on the back of that dead kid, eight-year-old autistic boy, he's going to try to raise money? I, I don't know if you can get lower than that. Tim, when you look in the mirror, say to yourself, just see how it feels. Say, I... Ask people for money for my campaign, and I use the death of an eight-year-old, of an eight-year-old who died of hypothermia at the hands of his father, who had him in a freezing cold garage, and the father's girlfriend at the time. And you use that tragic situation to try to raise money. 
look at yourself in the mirror and say that to yourself. If the words I'm sorry don't come out of your mouth, you've got to look at yourself and say, wow, I'm filth. I'm absolute filth. You haven't apologized for the Valva situation at all. You haven't addressed it. You took the fundraising button off of your Facebook. I know that. So you did that. You, so you know it's wrong. And then you went out and you made the indictment on these two sleazebag drug dealers who killed six people. But of course you failed to say that you let them out. And just in case Smith, you let out without bail. And you praised bail reform. You love bail reform. So again, let me let me assure everyone of one thing. MS-13, I don't know anything about them, but they're going to vote for Tim Sinney. Why wouldn't they? Tim Sinney said, in order to get into MS-13, you have to kill at least two people. That's what he said. I didn't say that. I don't know that. He said that. So everyone he didn't get on murder means that he let two murders go by. Maybe now, and I don't know, I'm speculating, but maybe now the qualifications to get into MS-13 is to kill at least two people and to hand out Tim Sinney lawn signs to people. They love Tim Sinney. They have to love Tim Sinney. Who else would let them go like that? He said that you have to murder two people in order to get in. Anybody hear of a murder charge against MS-13? Manslaughter? There are none. Tim Sinney, the man who slightly inconvenienced MS-13. Tim Sinney, the man who humiliated himself by saying the man who took down MS-13. Tim Sinney, the man who took down MS-13. The man who took down their numbers so we can call them to pass out literature for the Tim Sinney campaign. Right? He can't actually mean that he took them down like he stopped MS-13 from existing. They, they exist. They're not worried about anything. They're not, they're not up for murder. They're not up for manslaughter. No major felonies. They probably have bumper stickers that say vote for Tim Sinney on the back. Same with Lisk. Like I said, he is going to get the hardened criminals to vote for him. I don't know if it's going to be enough. But Lisk, the guys, and I'm saying plural, the guys who killed those victims, those 10 to 16 victims on Gilgo, they're going to vote for Tim Sinney. They'd be crazy if they didn't. 
Of course, they're crazy. They're killing people. But they'd be absolutely out of their mind politically not to vote for Tim Sinney. You are safe. If you're a criminal, you're safe as long as Tim Sinney's in there. If you're a political enemy, forget it. He's going he's gonna to come after you and he's going to do the cowardly thing. He didn't fire Jimmy Burke. 15 months, he was his boss. And that was after Jimmy Burke beat on Christopher Loeb when Christopher Loeb had handcuffs on. Sinny, from what we hear from one of the cops that was working with Steve Ballone, Sinny was one of the two people who talked Ballone out of. I don't know that Ballone was going to do anything anyway. But Tim Sinney was the deputy county executive in charge of public safety, which made him Jimmy Burke's boss. Could have disciplined him at any time, but didn't. And he talked supposedly, allegedly, 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 talked Steve Ballone out of disciplining Jimmy Burke before the 2015 election. Because he didn't want it to affect the election. Don't you think getting rid of Jimmy Burke would have helped your election? I don't know, don't you think? Getting rid of a guy who beat up a witness in handcuffs? The answer is no, only if Jimmy Burke had things on Steve Ballone and on Tim Sinney that would have affected that election. Jim O'Connor ran against him that year. He had no money. He was kind of taking one for the team. He had no money. He was coming basically known out of, out of Nassau County. He's a fine councilman in the town of Islip now. But at this point, or that point, nobody knew who he was. Jim O'Connor had no chance of winning in 2015. Yet Tim Sinney, didn't want to discipline Jimmy Burke. They never disciplined. They never fired him. He left on his own. Nice letter. They mutually agreed. The county executive and the police chief mutually agreed to take off. You know, blah, blah, blah. Jimmy's great. Jimmy's wonderful. We love you, Jimmy. How about instead of Tim Sinney, the man who took down MS-13? Tim Sinney, the man who craps his pants when he thinks about Jimmy Burke. Tim Sinney, the man who Jimmy Burke owns. And just look at his DA's office. He's got tons of Jimmy Burke protégés all over there. But what he has just done, held a press conference, talking about indicting these two guys that he should have indicted a long time ago. And if Tim Sinney would have done his job, which he's completely incompetent at, he would have saved the lives of those six people who died because of the overdose. Still no apology about the Thomas Valva fundraising scandal letter, which is going to bite him. Trust me, it's going to bite him. And this overdose scandal is just disgraceful. Everything he does is disgraceful. The man who refused to discipline Jimmy Burke, Tim Sinney, no.
We'll be back after this, but I urge once again Tim Sinney to to come on the show and dispute any of this. You know what we're going to ask you? Go on any of these shows. Go on Jay Oliver in the morning. Go on Tom Shalero. But go on the show and explain the Valva letter. Explain how you took down MS-13 without doing a, a murder indictment or a manslaughter indictment. Disaster. You're a disaster at your job. Frank McKay signing off just for now. We'll be back after this. More on law and order in Suffolk County or lack of law of order in Suffolk County. We'll be back after this. This is Frank McKay. Frank McKay.